Just a little friendly backstage banter. Backstage banter. It's oh. my life. Is it? Yeah. You get to have backstage banter in your, in your job? Yeah. That's all I ever had. That's nice. Because yeah. I miss backstage banter. I haven't had backstage it's banter for a long time. It's not to me. Really? There's a lot of insecurities running through backstage banter. Oh, that's probably true if you're talking it's to It's not actors. probably true. 20 years in the business. <laughs> 20 What's years your name? in the dark being backstage. What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. That's my name. Sorry, late on that. I was laughing. That's okay. I got to wave my fingers at you. We now. are, this is episode D Ace? Yeah, yes, we've hit the double digits. See? <laughs> si. You said yes. <laughs> episode 10 know, of the Glengarry Glen Ross Minute. That's right. Minute 10. Or we've hit single digits if you're counting Greek you know, or Roman numerals. Just, uh, what, what, what? Wait, I, what? I don't, <laughs> I don't know where the Greek I was, came uh, from. But I was Roman. just trying to, like previously on, we're still just getting blaked and bald wind. Oh, all night long. All day and all. Yeah. It's just, it, it, I didn't real. I mean, obviously when you do it a minute at a time, it, it feels like a little more rapey than maybe if you just had it one, one time through. But he is just, he just is relentless. He is. He's given it to them just over and over. And we yeah. just saw him break them down yes. with some real man-on-man kind of <laughs> attacks. Man-on-man oh, crime. Oh, yeah, that's, weird. that's the backstage talk we were talking about. Man, thank you. Man, man stuff. Man stuff. It's all yeah. man stuff. It's all man. It's like he, cars. He, he insults the guy twice about it. The one time is the Hyundai. You drove a Hyundai here and I drove a BMW. Fuck you, first of all. Who cares? Second of all, my watch costs more than your car. Like we were talking in the last episode about why I would be laughing. That's another reason I would be like, because that seems important to this guy. Yeah, it's all this man, that sort of stereotypical man but if stuff. I, but, it, but if Moss really feels the way I feel about it, if that's why he's laughing, why is he a salesman? Because <laughs> I wouldn't do that either. I would laugh at this guy for sure because it's ridiculous. But then Moss... Takes it. He seems to take... I mean, he feels like he has to, I guess. Yeah. Different time. Well, yeah. Different I guess kind of guy. He seems to be, Moss seems to be doing okay. He's got, like you said, the nice suit. 27. The nice raincoat. 27,000 on number, the board. He's number two on the board. That's Think about bad. that. He is going to keep his job yeah, of all sure the guys in the room. And get a set of steak knives. And get a steak knives <laughs> to boot. That's right, yeah. So, you know, why, why he wants to leave so bad well, you know, and go work for Jerry Graff. Because he gets talked to like this. Yeah, they, they don't give him the good leads. Treat him like a child. They don't give him support. They don't give him dick. <laughs> That's because right. of the strategy. The strategy, <laughs> the strategy. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So we're gonna watch this fucker now. Let's do it. Right. Yeah. Here we go. Are you man enough to take it? I am. I think. <laughs> so that's like his. That's how his, I get things going in the boudoir. Is that right? <laughs> that's, right. that's how I talk to the ladies. Nice. Does that work for you? Is that no. working? No, nope. I would nope. hope not. No, yeah, real, not. real low success rate on that. That's one. too bad. Yeah, it seems like it would be good <laughs> on the surface. You know, yeah. are you man enough? I guess no one. Because men to are be, awesome. No one wants to be Baldwin. Well, men are awesome. Men like to talk about their cars and how big their TVs are, and you know how much their watch stuff. costs. Yeah, how much their watch costs more than your watch costs? So and, stupid. And and you know that's why if you're not man enough to take it, there's something <laughs> wrong with you. <laughs> Yeah, what is, what is that insinuation? Like, be a man and, and lie to people? Man up. <laughs> be a man and lie to people to yeah. get their money. Yeah. Lie to desperate people to get their money. Yeah. This Prey is like, on the weak and sick and poor. Rich get richer. That's, that's the law that's of the land. That's how men do things. That's exactly sir. right. Sir. Yep. 
And this is like his... Well, I don't want to live in that world. I know. Neither do I. No. This neither is, does George Arano. Blake does, though. Blake <laughs> no, owns that parts of that world. He thrives in that Yeah, world. exactly. Thrives yeah. in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's happy that that's the way the world works. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, this is his... This really is the portion... And we talked last time about how he's breaking them down just Break, before this breaking minute. Breaking them. Yeah. And this really is yeah. like the, the motivational speech part of the message here where he's... Yes. He's laying out. Yes, he does get a little more motivational here. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you man yeah. enough to take it? Rallying. You know, like, they're waiting it's like that to coach thing that money. we were talking about, you know? Like, you, you need this weird, like, head coach in the locker room kind of ideal to go out there and put holes in your brain or whatever right. it is. Yeah, he and, he and he totally becomes the rah-rah guy here now. Yeah, He's as like, much as he so can. It's so easy. Just <laughs> go take their money. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> And so this is uh, that's this is a about child could do it. exactly. This yeah. is about as motivational as he can get. <laughs> right, yes. And he starts. It's still very abusive. Oh yeah, but absolutely. it's more motivational than it is. Like right. you said, the breaking down portion. And he starts by trying to be a little professional and take them through the mnemonic <laughs> devices that should be ruling their lives yeah, 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 yeah. completely. Yes. ABC. Yes. ABC, what you get, because ABC is a thing, and then you, you it's easy to remember, but AIDA, A-I-D-A, like, you're not even trying well, you're with an the second opera, one. If you're an opera fan, <laughs> you know, if you like Verdi an awful lot, you might right. be into it, but, right. you know. Yeah, um, so, yeah. But the, so he lays out ABC, and that, but I that don't doubt that I don't doubt that that's something that Mamet experienced. I bet those... Those two things were very real things in his salesman experience. They very well may have been. Yeah, yeah. yeah. always be closing does feel For sure. pretty genuine. It's, yeah. Yes, it does. And it's like you said, it's so easy to remember. Always be closing. ABC. That's, that's so always easy. Be close. It's know, on it's, T-shirts. Yeah, it's so memorable. <laughs> Everybody knows it. Yeah, yeah. So that and then he he runs through AIDA because it is a little like you said a little more uh, hard to remember. It's not quite on the tip of your tongue. There. And even when you break it down, it still seems a little flimsy. Like. <laughs> Attention, have I got your attention? Interest, are you interested? That's the same thing. Do I have your attention no, or are you interested? that's wrong. Come on, what do you attention mean? Attention and interest are two completely no, different things. No, do I things. have your attention and are you interested? You don't think there, you don't think there's some overlap there? Uh, on a Venn diagram, very little overlap. Very little. I, think I know what you mean. You can pay attention and not be interested exactly. for sure. But I think... Most of the time, our attention is part and parcel with our interest. There's two... Well, I... Da, 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 da. Go ahead. Agree with that. You have to agree with that. Most of the time, our attention is locked down to our interest in something. So if you're, well, let, let's look at it this way. So I think you can be, if you're interested in something, you will give it your attention, right? Yes, that's what I'm saying. But you can get your attention drawn by something you're not interested in. For sure. But how long, but that's not sustainable. Right. And it's not, and it That's why you have to go from attention to interest. Uh, so first you get their attention, no. then you draw their interest. It's weak. Here's the way I go ahead. Uh, I think of it, um, and I'm not saying you're weak. You're weak. I'm not saying I'm saying. <laughs> well, I can't play in the man's game. <laughs> I'm saying it's a, a weak acronym. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But let me let me walk you through it. Maybe I can get <laughs> oh, you. Oh, okay. Maybe I can get you on board. Okay, Mr. You Condescension. On Why don't you walk me through it? Because I think you just don't understand. I, I mean, I think that's mansplain. the, the problem. McMansplain. <laughs> Let's go. Let's have it. So, um, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is probably a bad example, but this is how I'm going to explain Oh, it. you're going to start with the bad one? Yeah. Let's skip <laughs> the bad one and no, go right to the good that's one. That's the only one I have. Oh. Okay. So. Okay. There are, uh, the, you could think of, uh, so imagine there's like a, uh, a street performer. You're walking down the, the streets of Paris. Okay. You know, and you see one of those. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Street performers they have there. You mm-hmm. know, those sort of 
um, what do they call them? Ooh la la. Uh, what is that called when they do that on the street? The Busk- buck- busking? busking? Yes, busking. There's a busker. Bucking, you could say. Buckster. I, I mean, I call them a buckster. Buskers but busking are bucking, is betting. But it's busking. Busking, yeah. busking right. So they're busking on the street. And there's two, you two different guys. You ever do any busking? You ever do any street performing? Well, I mean, you just rent fair stuff. Exactly. That's, That's busking. Which is, which is kind of where I'm that going close. with this Okay, thing. great. Yeah. Right. So in, the, in that world of like street performing, there's like two kinds of uh, Lotsi. You know, yeah, two kinds I of do. You know, I know little things. Sure. Right, I'm sure you do. My people. Yeah. <laughs> they invented Lotsi. <laughs> so uh, the one kind is uh, what's called an active Lotsi, which is where you're like... Urally. An active Lotsi is where you're like... Uh, it's It's... You're desperately trying to get the person on the street mm-hmm. to come over and enjoy the thing you're doing. You're mm-hmm. actively engaging them, looking them in the eye, right. maybe grabbing them and pulling them over to show them what right, you're right. doing. Right. That's an active Lotsi. Right. That gets your attention. Sure. Passive Lotsi is the other one, which is where you're doing something that's incredibly interesting and you're so focused on it that people walking by can't help but stop yes. and take it. A look and t- and see try to figure out what it is that's going on there that's so fascinating that your entire focus is drawn on it uh-huh. and that is interest okay so that guy the second kind the passive kind draws your interest rather than your attention mm-hmm. my point has been made uh, well <laughs> and you're you know what you're absolutely right it's a horrible example like i said <laughs> it doesn't I knew it, it really it's as flimsy no, it as a i d a let me say this okay. if it was just ADA, 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 attention, decision, action. We, that's fine. We get that. And it's a better acronym. Or even if it was just IDA, but IDA, interest, interest, decision, action. Attention is like, AO. Yes, it is. That's, that's it. Right. That's, that's all right. there is. You don't even have to talk about it. Let's just go IDA. But I think you have to. IDA. <laughs> I think you have to get their attention first. Like, the, the for example, Moss, or Roma, Roma. Tells the joke about the, or not the joke. Then he tells the, the, the thing. Part? That's the attention. That's he says the, the thing about. Part. He hasn't interested interest him yet. Part. He's just gathering. He's just. This is just the attention part where he says, you know, all right, all right. They say you should not drink alcohol when it is so hot. Yeah. Who says that? Oh, uh, you got my okay. attention. All right. And then okay. after he sits down with him separately, Here that's I am. the interest. Here I am saying that maybe in the sales world, those two things could be broken down into two separate steps that need to be executed. I'm deferring yes. to you. <laughs> Does that feel good? Oh my god! Does that feel good. I'm glad you're. Being, I still don't think it's great. I just think you're. I, but I think it's better. I think it's great that you're being a man about it. <laughs> what are you talking about? You know. When am I not a man? No, sir? I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um. So yeah, AID, and he lays out <laughs> attention. Do I have your attention? <laughs> yes. Interest. Are you interested? I, I, I know you, you are, are because it's fuck or walk. <laughs> that one always gets me. <laughs> yeah. So and, fucking is selling. Walking is quitting. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, totally Asian massage happy ending guy. <laughs> like he, that's f- fuck or walk. Yep. That would make me laugh out loud. <laughs> You're a clown in a suit, and you just said it's fuck or walk. Anyway, yes, it's a great line. It is. It's I a love great it. line. Yeah, it's, it's great. Beautiful. And then decision have you made your decision for christ for christ and you say that's a weird line every time i hear it in my head i say it in my heart i say it is he saying for christ's sake because if so i need the sake and why else there's no other overtone of this having anything to do with christ why would he say have you made your decision for christ um 
That's a great question. It's a, I, it, it's a, it's a weird line. It sticks out like a sore thumb to me. One thing it, it reminds me of, and I don't know that this is the answer, Go ahead. but in, in, you know, sales conferences, you know, the, like that I've worked on in the past, when you're writing a speech for someone, a motivational speech by, you know, the, some sales manager or whatever, uh, they often have at the end, something called the come to Jesus moment. Right, which is also like the call to action. Come where you to get Jesus. the yes. you get the audience sure. to do that thing you've been spending an hour telling them you want them to do and right. building them up to do. Right. So this he's not quite at the come to Jesus moment here in this speech. <laughs> right. But he's he, maybe he's laying the groundwork for it. Have you made your decision? For Certainly. Christ? The other thing is, it's like you, you have to be so committed to the sale in order to sell it. Like you can't have unwavering faith yeah, yeah. in yourself. And in the customer to get them to sign, uh-huh. and that's where I think he's going with right. the, have you made your decision for Christ? Are you completely and utterly sold? You know, are you sold on yourself as you would be this? in a religious revival tent? Is yep. that the idea? Well, yeah, that's exactly. Dumb. That's exactly. dumb. It sticks out like a sore thumb in this moment, and in this script. Wow. I think, <laughs> unless, unless of course, and I'm perfectly willing to accept that it is just some sort of vernacular. Like if people in the neighborhood just said, ah, for Christ, you know, and then it's just something that he put in the, that just because that's, you know, that's how people he knows talk. But I've never heard that expression. Like, no, I don't think it's that. It's all, and you think it's your decision for Christ. Yeah, I think he's, he's making, he's trying to make a point about how important this, this is. The sales right. game is I, so important. I don't know this how we could confirm. Not only life and death, it's. Life, death, and the afterlife. <laughs> That's how important it is to get them to sign on the line which is dotted. I, I just think I, I think it I think it's completely unnecessary and silly. And it's weird. It's just So you would have just cut it from the film? I, yes. Or replaced it with heartbeat. another line. If I were James Foley, I'd be like, Well let's just cut that part out. It just seems <laughs> stupid. It's just dumb. Wow. I, I never <laughs> expected to hear some criticism coming out of your mouth about this. It doesn't I mean it, it pulls me out of the moment every time. Because the dialogue elsewhere is so rich and believable and lush and good that that, just, it, for me, sticks out like it's sort of something. Like, does he mean for Christ's sake? What, why is he saying for Christ only in this moment, never again? It doesn't make any sense. I, I like that it's sort of, it, like it's never it's explained, that it's mysterious. Hmm. Much like Jesus. It's, it's, it's a mystery. We don't really know, oh, you know, so what happens. It's happened a fallacy is what you mean. <laughs> So I, I like, and then of course, action has no explanation to it. No. A-I-D-A, <laughs> yes. and he gets action, yes. and action. Have That's you made it. your decision for Christ? And action. And he just, <laughs> and then, and then moving he, a, little, on. a little smile curls up on his lips over action. Because that <laughs> what do men like more than doing shit? You know what I mean? Like action is what men are all about. It's true, know? yeah. Not sitting around talking about movies for hours That's on right. End. That's right. Or about doing stuff. That's right. That's right. And action is, it's funny because in... You know, in in a, in a mammoth play, there's there's criticism that things don't happen. There's no action, mm-hmm. right? And action is part of that speech, but it doesn't get an explanation. No, it it's almost like it remains an amorphous concept in his head. Like, there's no action in American Buffalo. Nothing actually happens. Well, it, it well, that's the difference between a play and a movie, right? Like sure. in a in a play, a lot of the action scenes happen off stage. We right. don't see them, and we see the reaction to what happened. Like sure. we don't see we don't see Teach go and try to rob 
the nickel from the guy in the apartment or whatever. No, no, we, we just don't. see what happened after sure. he failed sure. to do so, it. So, yeah, there's no action. And there... just like in the play of this movie, we don't see this happen. No, of course. Because it, it, it's a play more than it's a movie. Right. We just see sort of the reaction yeah, of yeah. that's why I think that's another reason we love it so much because it's not a it's not a movie. We don't see the robbery. You know what I mean? We don't right. see yeah, we like, do, that's right. This robbery yeah, yeah. is the big thing that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we don't see some, you know, figure in a hood or right. whatever right. going in there and yeah, robbing yeah. the place yeah. and taking yeah. the phones. Exactly. We just hear about it afterwards. Some, and that's like some old Shelly the machine in a hoodie <laughs> yeah, and it is unloading all black. phones in, in a his, banker box. <laughs> stage black. And his raincoat on over top of his blacks. <laughs> did he black out his face, do you think? He I did a whole know. full burglar thing. <laughs> Oh, he's like cat burglar Just guy. as a hamburglar. <laughs> rubble, rubble, rubble. Where are the phones? Shelly. Um, Shelly, I should, you know what? I should really take the phones. That'll really, no, that's good. That's good. It'll make it look like a, yeah, yeah. I'm going to take like the phones. Like a robbery? <laughs> like a robbery? Strategy? <laughs> he really gets on those Y words. He does. Well, he's so good. Anyway, um, I'm sorry. I, yeah, go ahead, please. We're A-I-D-A. Yeah, so we got to the end of the action. Yeah. And, and we were talking about the difference between movies and plays. Oh, right, and how action, you see right, right. The action scenes in a movie, yes. and you don't necessarily see them in yes. a play all the time. But and are that's you saying, like, that's in particular, been... Mamet has been criticized for not having action. Um, Am I wrong about that? You I'm may only be like right. 70%. I'm on not that. up on the Mamet. I feel like criticism. I've read that criticism more than twice. That's probably true. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, like, well, the, the, the one I saw with Patty LaPone and Deborah Winger had probably no, no action. action yeah, right? it was very, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. there was like one big decision that had to be made in the play <laughs> by Deborah Winger. She has to decide whether to let um, that's dramatic. Let Patty LaPone go and visit her dying father or whatever. So he's stealing from himself oh, again. Yeah, go I'm and visit out. his her dying father I'm out. from because she's in prison, or send her back to prison without going to visit her father. Uh, and that's the whole play. It's about that one decision. So Patty LaPone making her case why she should be let free. For a day or whatever, or right put on. on parole or whatever it is to go see her father. Yeah, and Deborah Winger has to decide. Well, I can see that that might be dramatic, but also nothing actually happens. Would it be dramatic over <laughs> an hour and a half? No, no, it was barely dramatic in the thirty seconds it took you. Exactly, to tell me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's this is my point. The anarchist. That was it called. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't. And this is like from you know from ancient Greece. You know, the, every you know ancient Greek plays were this way too. We saw you didn't see the events happen. That's you just true. heard the, the chorus would describe you yes. know what has gone yes, yes, on yes, and yes, where yes. we are in the yes. story and that kind of thing. Mammoth doesn't even give you that though. Right. There's Which nothing that acts as a Greek chorus and no, usually not. Yeah. So the one play that does have a lot of action in it is Edmund. Is like non. Oh yeah, exactly. He go. He's going out and getting debauched. Yeah, non-stop yes. action. Yeah, in yeah, that yeah. One. No, I, uh, I love it. I love the movie. Did you see the movie? I did see yeah. the movie. I saw the play actually. Very good. In London, uh, with uh, Kenneth Branagh. Branagh as Edmund, and it was great. Branagh. Yeah. Oh, he's Branagh so good. the Piranha. I w- yeah, I would. <laughs> it was, uh, and it was like we were. My wife and I were in London on a vacation. Did we went see to Branagh see some theater. He does get nude in the play and runs around naked for a while. Oh, did you see his flora and fauna? Yeah, from a distance. From a distance. Fauna, flora, and oh, fauna. Oh, damn. Do this is. Oh, my God. That I'm, was so good. Can I do this with somebody else? <laughs> do you know somebody Probably who not. will get my jokes? No, that was so good. I was fucking so, gold. It's gold. It was great. And just it fucking, was, I was so deep in no, my okay. Kenneth Branagh I hate story. having to point it out, but it, it's no, worth pointing it, out. It was. It was well worthy of a point out. Okay, thank you. Um. So yeah, so we I was, love Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, I'm and it jealous. was standing room only. Yeah. So I stood and watched it. It's that's a short his, play. That's it's only like an hour. For him. He's on his home court. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's only like an hour twenty minutes. So 
Love it. You can stand and watch for that long. And it was worth it was worth standing and watching because it was really good. I bet. Yeah. And that is the guy. Like if the if the guy isn't good, yeah. It, it doesn't it will never work. Right? I mean Edmund is the guy. It's Edmund. Who's playing Either Edmund? Way, all the uh, it's it is sort of an ensemble piece in a way because all the other people I mean, that he runs sure, into yeah, 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 are all colorful characters. The, and if they're not yeah, yeah. interesting, then it's sure the whole thing kind of becomes really boring because it's like an yeah. everyman story. Well, it's you know? uh, Bill Macy. Check it out. It's a phenomenal film. Yeah, it's a good film. Um, and it's, it is sort of like a modern day everyman where he goes yeah. up, up, turned up on its head. Yeah, you know? definitely. He goes through this ordeal trying to figure out what life is all about. What life is about. Kind of and things, as he's ha- basically having, wrong turns. Here yeah, he's having like a midlife crisis. Exactly. And he winds, out some, winds up somewhere he never imagined or we never imagined, spoiler alert, never imagined he'd be. So <laughs> yeah, enjoy it. It's really good. Yeah, two other movies that Mamet wrote that I we didn't talk about when we were talking about all the things that he wrote that we loved. One is Things Change. Oh my gosh, great which is film. I mean, so she wrote that Don with Michelle Silverstein, John who Amici is and brilliant. Joe Montaigne. and Shel Silverstein helped him write. I mean, can you imagine those two guys sitting in a room as they're well, they're I mean, they're buddies. They're, they, oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they had they had they grew up together. Oh man, they're, yeah, they're two of the smartest friends. guys. I like, know, I know, it's incredible. It really is. Yeah, this is a great movie. It's so good. And it has a lot of his old standby favorite guys in it, you know. All the Mammoth crew is in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So it's really fun. Yeah. There's another movie, though. I'm looking through the list now that I wanted to bring up, but... Well, there was Homicide. Right. Another Montaigne. Yeah. Right? Which is not... Very very Jewish-themed. A lot of Jewish themes running throughout that Hardcore Jewish-themed movie. It's not a great movie, I would say. It's it's good. I wouldn't say that either. Oh, Ronan... Which I loved. Well, it wasn't really a mammoth script, though. That was another, like, one of those script No, it totally deals. is him. No, I thought that was written by someone else, and he just had no, got the credit for the final draft. Pen name. That w- he wrote it oh, using a pen name. Really? Did you watch it? I've tried to it's watch it several so times. It's so very much a mammoth film. I can't get into it. All right. It's definitely Which, which was what makes me think he didn't write the screenplay, because I watch it, and I'm like, I just can't get into this. There's nothing... I, I, I You should try watching it again. It's okay. very good. <laughs> I don't know what your hang-up is, but it's... I don't know, because I love John Frankenheimer, too, who directed it. I think did he? Yeah, he did. So, oh. I mean, he's... What else has he done? Uh, oh, The French Connection, which has oh, one of the sure. greatest car chases in the world. Sure, And, and sure. there's a great car chase in Ronin, yeah. too. Well, go, um, go get Frankenheimer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, look at that. So, it. I, I just never got into Ronin. I'd like to... I, I guess I'll try it again, but I, I've tried several times... And I think I did watch it all the way through one time, at least to the point where they're on at the ro- at the ice skating rink or something. Yes. And I was just like, uh, I don't know. It just doesn't. Uh, it didn't work for me. I don't know why. That's fair. I mean, that's fair. I mean, there were some some good suspense scenes I remember, but as a whole. But all in all, you yeah, were all not. in all, I was not impressed. But I I'll mean, give it another turn. You and you should. I will. What because else you got I for think me? Um, was that the one you were thinking of, or was there another? Well, one? no, that was not. There was, uh, so and then. Uh, Lansky about Meyer Lansky was very good, but oh, I interesting. Never saw that. And then, oh yeah, and the Edge. I wanted to oh, talk I about the, the Edge. Oh, I love the Edge. Oh my god, I can't believe we haven't come up with that yet. Especially since we're being Baldwin so hard. I have a story about the Edge. One of Please the do. times I saw Mamet speak in Chicago was on the heels of the Edge, and uh, in the Q and A section, uh, a lady stood up and said, well, "You know, what did you think of the final outcome? I know that it doesn't. It's not always representative of." And she was kind of fishing for the, this answer, and he totally paid it off. He took a long pause and he said, I thought the stuff with the bear was over the top. And the room just erupted in, <laughs> uh, in laughter. It was so good. Because that's what we were waiting for him to say. Like, right, right, right. 
but he we didn't know if he would, and he did. And it, uh, apparently, he had nothing to do with the bear stuff. See that movie to me is, you know, like I remember when I walked out of it, I thought, okay, so there you go. You have man versus nature, man versus man, right? Man versus himself. Yes, in that order. Yes, yes, it's fantastic. And the, I love the that movie. what one man can do, another man can do, is like repeated often throughout that script. It's even on a wall. It's like a it's like a theme in that. Oh, it was up on the wall. I don't. Remember yeah, it that. was up on the. Yeah, he like makes reference to. Uh, he there's like a sign written in a different language, in that in that great cabin that they arrive in. Yeah, and that's what essentially that's what it translates to. Oh, interesting. And that's why he yells it later in the film. Right. Like a madman. Right. Yeah. That's a. I love that scene when, oh, when he gets scene. Alec Baldwin to it's buy great. in to kill the bear. Yeah. Because. We're gonna kill the motherfucker. We're gonna kill the motherfucker. Love that. And Anthony Hopkins in that movie is. Just I mean, he's so great, good. right? Yeah, he's so great. One of my favorite quotes of all time of Mammoth is at the very end of that movie, when Anthony Hopkins says, "It's I think it's the very last line of the film, when he says, we never really know in what way the test will come.' Oh, right. Yeah. And and he says something else I can't remember. There it is. But yeah, it's like but that's all you need. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's it's gold. Yeah, it's terrific. And then uh, We're No Angels was the final film that I... I yeah, yeah. Come yeah, on, yeah. what's your problem with We're No Angels? You love it's We're No hilarious. Angels? hilarious. <laughs> it's so good. You don't like it? I wouldn't put it Shocking. at the top of my list. No, no. me either. It's definitely but, got... the What I do like about it... I think it's it, worth... It's one of those films worth highlighting that he did. Yeah, it's worth watching. Yeah. And I, I do like that it has the mammoth dialogue. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think... I a think, lot of it. And yeah. it's good. Yeah. And I think it was let down a little bit by the direction, maybe, because uh-huh. it's, it's a little more cartoony, maybe, than... Uh, <laughs> well, the stuff with the bear was a little over the top. <laughs> the stuff with... <laughs> the stuff with Spicoli is a little <laughs> over the top in that one for me. It does get a little far-fetched, but, it, yeah, but, but yeah. Fu- it, it's fun. It definitely it's stretches the plausibility yeah, fact because yeah. you have to buy in that, that these two gangsters who like speak <laughs> gangster talk can pass off being priests. Would be believable as priests right. for and, a fucking second. Right. And no, they wouldn't. And wh- things change, it works because Don Amici, it's the same idea, right? Well, Don Amici's passing himself we're off. We're talking about Don Amici. Exactly. We're yeah. talking, passing himself as a mafia Don. Yes. And doesn't but he doesn't speak like and when he does speak all he says are these cute little like and if you're interested in performances that do so much by doing so little that is one of the finest you'll ever see don amici so good montaigne praises it oh every chance he gets fantastic yeah he says that he credits that working with don amici on that into like propelling him into a new way of thinking about the craft yeah he has very few lines in that movie and and usually it's just him spouting some simple wisdom that comes from shoemaking or cobbling because he's like a yeah, simple yes. cobbler yes. and he just says if your shoes are too tight you will never be happy you know and then the, the mafia yes. don interprets yes. that to mean yes. like you know some big thing like and that you know, really whatever. feels silversteiny to me too yeah, like, yeah, yeah, there, you can definitely see that in there absolutely yeah, yeah. it is a, it's a great little it's like a it's a it's almost so like a fairy tale that so movie it's really good so good but get, watch we're no angels again give uh, it another spin i just watched it like <laughs> oh, a year you? ago oh, no, and it was too long oh no then never mind okay yeah i i tried it really i did yeah but all right just well you have an issue with suspending your disbelief you're, you're i do you're I'm, often unwilling to do it yeah you know i'm a tough critic so but, okay but that's different than being unwilling to suspend your disbelief. no i can suspend my disbelief easily if it's if if there's enough plausibility to the thing that's happening if it's completely if implausible. If I can believe it, I'll suspend my disbelief. That's what you just wanted <laughs> No. There's a difference between plausibility. Interest and attention. I know. I know. I get it. 
Moving on. <laughs> Please allow me to split just a few hairs Please, yeah, in this split episode some hairs. because they're really no, of course. fun. No, you're good. You're good at it. Yeah. You really get in there and dissect it. You do. You're a good hair splitter. Thank I like you. that about you. Do you? Honestly. Oh, good. All right. So we did AIDA <laughs> and then he goes into... Uh, we, we, so we got hung up on them. Have you made your decision for Christ? I'm not yeah. going with you. I think it's a weird line. Okay. Um, it just takes me right out of the moment every time. We will a t d. We will. We will a t d. Agree to disagree. Boom. <laughs> Boom. This is all unrehearsed, folks. I hope you understand how good how good what you're listening to is. Yeah. It's just magic. You re- no, you really nailed that at the preview, but it didn't this time around. No, we've been rehearsing this for years. <laughs> this is all scripted. Don't listen to it. Even this. Even what I'm saying now, we wrote down months ago. We made a lot of I made a lot of changes to it over the months. You know, I couldn't the first draft was really weak. You had to spice it up a little bit, but yeah. here we go. Okay, I, which actually makes me wonder: What do you think? The what do you think Mammoth's first draft? Of, I mean, I think so. There's a first draft in a way in that the play is vastly different from the screenplay. Yep, and I do think that's kind of more like a first draft. Like if you you're talking about 20 years difference in a career between writing the play and writing the screenplay, like that's which is really valuable because when you, you when you write a play, so you yeah you grow so much. And when you're writing a play, you're so far in the weeds on the damn thing. And it's like by the when you get to the end, when you finish the first draft, it's like oh my god, I right. can't believe I came out the other side, right. you know. And then you have to take a couple weeks and just not look at it, yeah. you know, because you in order to rewrite something, you have to look at it with fresh eyes. You can't you in can't, order to rewrite something, <laughs> you have to look at it with fresh eyes. That's what you just said, in essence. To me. But you're right. Yeah. yeah. And having the 20 years. Exactly. And all that critical analysis exactly. of the, the play premiering every time. Right. Like you could really fine tune some shit if you got all, if you crowdsourced all that, yeah, all he, that sort of critical analysis. And the fact that he. he and he grew as a person. And yes, he grew him. as a person. And also the, the, the play was very popular. It was done. Time and time, time again, time ran again. a long Seeing time. Seeing countless productions. Exactly. So he's intimately uh, knowledgeable of these characters and the world that they live in. Right. So when he goes to write the movie, he can expand that world, which is what you have to do when you write a movie, and blow and it up yeah. like and add a scene like this. Flawlessly. And add a, the scenes like we saw earlier in the Chinese restaurant. Yeah. Too, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to kind of set up what's going to happen yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I but I wonder so well about done. the first draft of these guys talking like I because you know, he just started with some conversation, right? Yeah. Well, he's got those. If you know, he's anything like, you know, there's like that I book. think he is. There's a book where it's where it's just like stuff that he is just stuff. Yeah. He wrote. Short it, sketches it, and monologues. Yeah. That's and the, yeah, one. Yeah, and yeah. It feels very first. A lot yeah, of it feels yeah. first draft. It feels like exercise stuff. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And you look at that and, you know, it blows my mind in a way because I read it and some of the scenes make no sense to me and I'm sure they do make incredible sense. Like I'm, I'm like, he's so smart. There's gotta be something. There's gotta be a nugget here that I'm missing. I don't know if I agree with you. You think it's I've, just practice. I've read all that stuff. And I've, I also read that there was a lot of practice dialogue. There was a lot of like just writing dialogue that had no, no place points. or purpose. Just, just the sheer, act, just the exercise. Yeah. Exercise from, of writing from the dialogue. first line to the last line is all that he cared about, you know? And right. And well, that's good. It, it's I've done it. I mean, that's how that's my exercise is just going to a bar, writing dialogue like an A, B, A, B characters. Right. And that's that's often true yeah. in a lot of those scripts, too. They don't exactly. have names. They're yes. not. It's just 
you they're probably fleshed out in his head to some degree, but I don't think it's intended to be something that you could take and do anything with. And Other than sort of enjoy and and uh, read and break down in your your head the way you would want it, and that's fun. Yeah, but uh, but I don't think it was. It's not meant to be mounted in any way. Or right. Tell yeah, a exactly. story. Yeah. Exactly. And and that's one of the things that Mamet you know talks about a lot is like the one thing not that, meant to be mounted. <laughs> Come on, we're story. men here. We're men. Everything is meant to be mounted. Everything is meant to be mounted. <laughs> it's fuck or walk. Yeah. Weren't you listening? I'm sorry. I'm- Sorry, Blake. Uh, but he says all the time, Mamet says, you got to write every day. It doesn't matter what it yeah. is or how long it is or whatever. Yep. Every day you got to put the black on the white. Took it to that's heart. the only way to get better. Yes. And I wish I could do that more. I'm very undisciplined in that way. E- even if it's just like a A and B thing at the bar, you never know what it's going to turn into or what you can go back and mine from it on a thing you're working on, you know, when you actually sit down with a with an intention. Mm-hmm. There's like, I mean, I have, I have, conversations out the butt that if I just change a few things here and there, the conversations will work right in a larger story, but it's just exercise stuff. Yeah. It's just like shooting free throws. Yeah. See, I need you know, to, you got to get out there and shoot some free throws. <laughs> I do. Before. I really do. It's a page of dialogue a day. You could do it. I sh- yeah. I do. I just think of a thing and I need to do that. Have two guys talk about that thing. I mean, I do it sometimes. Like sometimes I'll just think of something somewhere and I'll just jot it down, you know, jot down a page or whatever, a page and a half. And then it's, it usually sucks when I go back and look at it, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, right? Mine I mean, too. Mine too. It's kind of okay because that's the point. That is the to, point. Yeah. You got to get the crappy stuff out get to get out. to the good stuff. That's right. That's right. So anyway, so now he's coming up to Lemon. Who are we talking about? Blake? Blake. Oh, he's about to, yeah, he's about to lean on Lemon's debt Lemon. He's about to lean on the machine's desk, like in that overbearing asshole way. But this is where he brings it down. Like he's been shouting at them now. Well, he, ha- he gets a heavily. glint in his eye. And I he think brings I said it in the after action. Yeah, there's a little yeah. smile curls up yeah, on his lips. Girl, and then look at this. He gets he's a like, little shine to him. Yeah, right? now, now he sees his target. Now he's, he's coming right he's in for it. He's snake oil salesman. He's, he's doing the dance. The man don't walk this, on the lot yeah. lest he wants to buy. Great line, mm-hmm. great line. Said it's a total Chicago vibe on that line. The lest he wants to, you know. Right, right. So good. And it sounds as if you know that line is in quotes. Like he's heard this. Yeah, and they've yeah, all heard definitely. this. This is something they've all, as salesmen, they've yeah, yeah. heard this told to them many times. Before. What did I learn as a kid on Western? You don't sell a guy one car. You no. sell him five cars over fifteen years. That's right. <laughs> So it's, it seems like that. It seems yeah, like that kind it's, of thing. It's like, it's like thing an old salesy. They banter around yeah, for yeah. years and years. It's an old salesman thing. And it's great. A guy don't walk on the lot. See, they all. I posited that some of them started as car salesmen. And I feel like oh, yeah. a lot of it is, guy, what lot? Car lot. Car lot. Guy don't Absolutely. walk on the lot unless, unless he, he wants, wants to buy. buy. Which is true. That's how they get you. <laughs> It is. And do you, do you, do you enjoy buying cars? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, no. I love buying I cars. I buy my cars from mechanics who don't sell cars. Oh, that's you know what idea. I mean? That's like, great. That's brilliant. Yeah. Like they have a car here and there that they've worked on. And they or, have a history with or it. Or it's their previous, like this, the Outback that I had, the Lesbrew that I drive now <laughs> was a mechanics car for 15 years. How do you, can you do any better than that? No. If you're buying a used car? No. I don't think you can. Because you could say like, so how how's it run? And he could tell you every, you like, tell, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. there's a ping on yeah. the third <laughs> no. cylinder every November. No. And you know November. what? It runs fine. Know why? Because I'm a fucking mechanic. <laughs> That's why it runs fine. Right. But I love to buy cars. I you do. love, And oh I bet gosh. you're good at it. My wife, you're a haggler. My wife hates it. You're she, Marvin she, Hagler. I become Blake, basically, is what you happens. Do? I co- you yeah. turn it on like that? 
I can turn it on. I, 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 I kind of, it's not as overt as him, but I become this other character, this Bill the car buyer dude. <laughs> and I go in and I, it's, and I, I'm sort of like using reverse psychology. Like <laughs> I'm selling them on the sale. You are headed for a mental breakdown. <laughs> I just want to, I mean, you're, you playing a character to go buy a car yeah. is, is it's classic. as good as I've ever heard. <laughs> Please tell me more about Bill the car buying guy. Oh, I don't know that you would like him. <laughs> B. T-C-B-G. That's me. So <laughs> you go in, right? And if you know how car buying works, it helps, right? Because what they usually do is they pull out this this four square thing. I don't know if you've ever seen it. No, no, it's no. This this grid. Is, you're all talking way over my head. Yeah, it's this grid of four squares in it. And, it, and then in the four squares, they write in four different numbers. One is like, oh, like I how see. much you want to pay per month. That's one of the see. first things they ask you. Is like, well, how much do you want to pay per month? Per month, Because they'll figure it out. They'll be like, oh, I can give you a 90-month lease or a 90-month you know, <laughs> Right, yeah, I'll just loan. extend it out so exactly. that the payment so the, is smaller. So the payment is lower, but we still get all the money. And, yeah, and over time, sure, we sure. make a lot more interest. Gotcha. So, but dumb people who don't know that go in to buy a car and they're like, oh, I can get a Mercedes for 300 a month. That is what I want to pay a month. <laughs> I mean, D- Doris, that is what we said. We were, I mean, am, we- I, am, I, am I wrong here about the 300? Yeah, okay. You know, I, so I that's see where how it this works. is headed. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So as long as you know that. That's in the one square. And then there's there's like the, three other squares. Yeah, there's three other squares. And there's like the you know the interest rate, the price of the car, you know, this and that, or whatever. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the discount. You I know, gotcha. the, most of the rest of them are bullshit. But, right, right. You know, um, they they're really just trying to get you to tell them how much you want to pay, and right. then they'll they'll craft a loan to make it make the deal go through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, if you know that, you go in and you as soon as they ask you, because they always do, how much do you want to pay a month? That's like the first question they ask you when you pick out the car you're going to buy. Right. And, and I'm like, nope, sorry. <laughs> I, I only want to negotiate on the price of the car itself. I, I, what I pay a month is my, my business. I'm only going to, you're selling me a car. This is fascinating. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to negotiate on the price of the car. And you know how they do the thing? You've heard the thing where they say, like, okay, I'm going to write down a number here, you know, and they hand you the piece of paper. <laughs> I do. Yeah. So that, I do it back to them. So if, if, if it's getting to that point, I'll, I'll just... And it's I have so much fun doing this because I love to screw you with really these do. guys. Most I really people do. would be mortified. Oh, I torture them. It's Good so much you. fun. Good for you. So I'll be like, let me write down a figure here. Let me write down something. Yeah. And I'm like... And, and what I also do is I take... Can I borrow your pen? Yeah, exactly. Like the whole a, thing. That's a power play. Oh, my God. Give yeah. me your pen. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's uh, the whole thing. So... And I say to the guy, I say, look, I, I don't want you to lose this sale. I say to the salesman, <laughs> right? Because the... Because they, I know what they want, right? Sure. And that, so I'm going to play on Puts that. Puts you at an advantage of sorts. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. They want the commission. And yes. I'm like, look, I want you to get the sale. I don't want to walk out of here. Yeah, yeah. But I will if I have to. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. And then, you know, we'll negotiate a little bit. And then eventually I'll be like, I won't move from my figure. And I bring my phone with me. And I have on my phone like a little um, uh, calculator that shows you what the monthly payment is for whatever the price is. So... I keep punching numbers on Old it. Old man sentence. Yeah. So I keep punching my number. My I have a calculator on my phone. No, it's not a calculator. It's like an app that tells you what your what oh. your loan payment would be on right. a car that okay. costs X amount for, I got you. for whatever APR. Uh-huh. So I'll bring it out and I'll, I'll keep punching numbers into it based on what he's saying and show it to my wife. And her role is only to like shake her head no. Like she knows that's the that's her part in the thing, right? So she's the is bad cop. Is there a cop. signal for when she's... No, she just always... like I'll show always her, I'll show her the phone yeah. with the number on it. Yeah. And she just will like shake her head. Nope. Yep, nope, exactly. Not good <laughs> enough. So I'm like, okay, look. And then I'll lean into the salesman. I'm like, look, Jerry, 
We are so close. Can I call you Jerry? <laughs> we're so, so close. Um, we're like 500 bucks apart here. Come on. We're so close. We yeah. can do this. Yeah, yeah. And then eventually they'll, the manager guy will you know, yeah. come over and Let save the day. Let me get my boss. Yeah, he'll come over and save the day. Look, I'll tell you what. I'll give you 500 more for your trade-in. And uh, uh-huh. what do you say to that? Yeah. And then we have the handshake and everybody's happy. Right. But it's, it, it is like the, the bottom line is you come up with a figure you want to pay for that car. You don't move from it. And if they don't give it to you, you just leave. You that's just leave. It. Yeah. That's you have the to end be, of the story. I mean, that's, that's how you buy walking, a car. Being able to walk away yep. from any negotiation, it, you'll never lose. Right. If, as long as you as long can as walk willing, away. Yeah, as long as you're willing to not get that thing that you're negotiating that's right. over. That's right. Yeah, that's it. When it becomes a, you need this thing, but you're trying to hide the fact that you need this thing, you're done. You're yeah. sunk. Yeah. You're sunk from the jump. You can't work from that position. You can't make any headway being that desperate. No. You got the weight of the thing hanging around you. You can't move. They're waiting to get. You can't like, move from there. When I go into They're the dealership, I am waiting to give him to my give money. <laughs> All he has to do is say the right number. If he says the magic words, and done, I will give him my money. And that's where we find Blake in this moment where he gets kind of happy. There's a there's like and a he, musical theater kind of face he makes. Brings it way They're down. waiting to give you their money. And he brings it way down yeah, to the whisper. Yeah, and then he goes to the wh- Baldwin whisper. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Baldwin whisper. Everybody knows what it is. Are you going to take it? Are you going to take it? Are you man enough to take it? <laughs> and then we get the look. And then the look from Shelly. Yeah. Yeah. Powerful. I mean, I don't know. It, powerful doesn't even begin to describe it, but it does begin to describe it. It's powerful. Are you man enough to take it? And then, I ooh, mean. Just a, ooh. Look at the. Scowling at, at him. Get the eyes. Yeah. Like if if looks could kill, obviously. Right. Uh, but but there's like a there's also a sadness in there. Yeah, he's got he's got like you said the he's gray. Broken. He's so gray and he's a fighter, but tie, he can't fight anymore. The you tie know is I mean? all loosened up and yeah. just like you know. He's a man at, at wit's end. Yeah. He's, he's like being a, forced into something. He's being forced out. Well. Of manhood. Forced into a robbery. Perhaps. Into a robbery. Yes, right. Well, but if he doesn't do that, he's being forced out of manhood. But like, basically for sure, it's like, for sure. Yes. You are now too old to be a man. Yeah. Go bye bye. Yeah, yeah. But this look here says, "I'm willing to do anything." Yes. To take the fight to this guy. Yep. And I'm obviously not going to stand up and face him in this room. But what I am going to do is come back and steal the phones. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and it's funny, you know, like we've talked before about how surprising it is that Shelley did it at the end. And I want to keep Shocking. looking at these moments and try to figure out how in the world Mamet, you know, distracts us. Because it's so obvious when you know the answer right. that he did it. Well, it's the bombastic fireworks of Dave Moss. Yeah. That's a, that, that's, that's I think one. that's 80% of and, it. And the Roma stuff. I think that's a huge part of it. What, now, what about the Roma stuff? Well, just before he comes in and says, I sold the thing, is when Roma's getting the old leads and he's talking about this right. nostalgia file. Right. <laughs> which is oh, brilliant. Oh, your nostalgia file. Yeah. Give me the leads. Come, bring him, bring him, bring him, bring him. And he's just doing, and Pacino in that moment is doing like a little dance. Yeah, he spinning around. A little yeah. bit. So it's so with his jacket wide, his double-breasted yeah, jacket wide open, in and breathe. he's like eight feet yeah, wide. Bring him, wait, whatever. It's great. Oh, oh your nostalgia file. I can't wait till we get. And then he goes into Patel. So it's like a really funny, you know. It's a, it's a. The second act is all Roma. Yeah, and yeah. so okay, maybe if Moss is the distraction in the first act. 
That's yeah, Moss it. and Arano, because we, ex- we right. expect one we of expect them one to one have of them, done it. Or both of them to have done right. it in tandem. Why are you doing this to me, Dave? And Arano, too, in Why the second act, <laughs> it distracts us, because he goes in to get interviewed by the cop. Yeah, that's right. And he's, and so, comes out all he's mad. acting so suspicious and everything that we but really the, think it was him. I think the biggest misdirect is Moss. I think if you stopped a first-time viewer at, at, the, at the act break and you were like, who robbed the joint, you know, nine times out of ten you're going to think well the obvious choice would be Dave Moss right and we think that Arano is about to give him up when he's in there doing things because Moss is like you want some coffee that's the other thing Moss is like what are you saying about what I said to you Yeah, yeah. can I get some coffee Yeah. yeah. how you doing in there how you doing in there fine Fine. can I get some coffee (laughs) can I get some coffee (laughs) that is great you're right I forgot about that little subplot where yeah. Moss is concerned that Aaron was going to be like, well, I don't know what Dave was saying. He right, right, right. He had me over at the restaurant. He was talking <laughs> nonsense about it. And I was like, why are you doing this, Dave? And that's suspense. He like could have been The fact that we don't know, suspense. we don't know what's going on in that back room. No, we have no idea. Is what builds the suspense. Oh, yeah. It's just Williamson and some cops. Ugh. It's just got to be the worst back room interrogation <laughs> ever. Cop couldn't find his Where couch to living room. <laughs> Ah, wait, who says what? that? That's couldn't a Roman. Says, dick guy two hands in a map. There you go, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't find his couch to living the room. living room. And I love that. Where leaving out the the preposition. You know, yeah, yeah. That's a mammatism. Exactly. For sure. yeah, 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 yeah. Leaving out the articles the Guy couldn't and the find his dick two hands in a map. There's another one, yeah. With. <laughs> so we don't need, we don't you need, don't need to say with yeah, yeah. two hands in a map. Just That's actually, Pennsylvanians do that too. They they leave like out prepositions. Yeah, 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 yeah. They leave out prepositions wholesale. <laughs> Across the board. <laughs> yeah. I, I love prepositions. I, I would I don't think they're overrated. Yeah, no, I I'm like to use them back to back. Big fan. Like behind with the map. <laughs> Inside over the road. This explains where you are in your writing career. <laughs> you can't have too many in one sentence. I just like a chuck just, full of prepositions yeah, kind of sentence. Loading them up. C-F-O-P. Chock full of prepositions. And a boy. You're good at this. Well, I've seen the Mammoth movie. But the <laughs> AIDA thing. That's weak. So that's, and that's kind of where we end that's this minute. End. Yep. And there is a train goes by here. Just, just Oh, yeah, here. yeah. You pointed that. Oh, there yes. it is right there. Yeah, there it is right there. Um, when, when he says, are you man enough to take it? Right. A train comes by. And a couple other times during that speech I think too, right? The, I think it was the, that was the beginning of the train. And then the train finishes up. I think that's all one train. That's just basically. all one train. Yeah. But it's right there when he says, are you man enough to take it? And we, she's, and we see Shelly's face. That's yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because again, right. it's, you're, it's, do- you're totally right about that. Yeah. It's all about Shelly. The train thing and Shelly are, are linked. Yes. You know, when he's getting pushed down or when he's getting kicked in the bulls. Yeah. The train runs him over. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm look. I'm just there I'm mesmerized. I'm. Are you man enough? I'm to being Baldwin. <laughs> I'm in a fugue on, state because I'm being Baldwin. No, we have and listeners. I, I know they need you. You no, come on out of I'm it. I'm separating from reality. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm being Baldwin. I'm gonna have to sign us off. <laughs> I'm in a fugue state. Please. No, don't do it. Yeah. Wait. All what? right. All right. What? Have we said anything about anything else about? Have we said everything about this minute that we want to? Yes. Probably not. Yes. Have we cast an, no one came an actor that we talked about? No one came up. Well, shame on you. Well, Donna Michi came up. I'm putting that on you. Donna Michi. <laughs> I love it. He'd be a great Shelly. That's He'd for sure. He'd be a great Shelly. Again, I, Montaigne came up. Like, he fuck did. you. Yeah, Nobody came is, up. He is Ricky Roma. I mean, come on. He played Ricky he Roma. He is Ricky so Roma. There you go. He, great story. Tell me. I have a great story. Lay it I, on Joe Montaigne was in... 
doing Glenn Gary on Broadway uh-huh. prior to Pacino. Okay. David Mamet walks into the dressing room while Montaigne putting on the suit, putting on the Roma suit. The play has actually started because Roma isn't at the top. Right. He's in the so third this scene. is like the play has sort of begun. He's he's putting the final touches on Montaigne, getting the quaff just right as you can imagine. Dave Mamet walks in. He says, uh, "I've optioned the play as a movie. It's not going to be you. It's going to be Pacino." Walks right out. <laughs> just oh. dumps the shit on him. <laughs> After the play. Comes back with two scripts that Montaigne winds up starring in and says, don't worry about it, Joe. I got these waiting for you. And what were the two? Was it like the, House? Well, no, that was after what, House of Games. So. No, it was. Well, I could look it up, but I, I don't know what they are. But there were two that Montaigne in the story, I, I recognize as two that he wound up starring in. So could have been Homicide. I can't, I can't pull them right now. It's probably Homicide is probably one of them. Yeah. House of Games might have been. I don't Maybe. know. I don't know when the Could options all broke down for right. that stuff. But but he let him do the play with this sinking feeling of That's not being horrible. able to do the movie. Is he a horrible person? Or da- well, it seems like he's fucking with his buddy. Yeah, you know. But in a in a kind of a like he couldn't Asian have dropped massage the, happy endings way. Dropped the thing about the two other scripts then. During, right, yeah, right. Yeah, coming right. with no, he had to the let him do news. the show with the bad news. I've got bad news and good news. Maybe no. he was just like puppeteering. Maybe he's like, yeah. I want to see him. Do Roma <laughs> feeling like he's completely... I want to see you squirm. Yes. And when you smart me... Don't smart me. It ruins it. Ruins it. <laughs> now we're just repeating ourselves. Grotesque. Too bad. Yeah, that's a great story. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Montaigne. Also, Montaigne did Speed the Plow for six months with Bell's Palsy on Broadway. Oh, that wow. That guy's a fucking hero. Well, he's he a was doing hero. He was doing a mammoth place, so he didn't have to show any facial expressions. <laughs> to emote too much. No, he didn't have to emote hardly at all. So it's okay. But I can, can you imagine doing doing up any play with a palsy of any kind? My dad had Bell's palsy. Any play, half of his face. So did mine. Yeah, half of his face couldn't move. It's a move. thing that happens to like I think four out of ten guys. Yeah, and it goes away after a while. It's a, it's a virus. It, it is a virus, but it can be permanent. Because what it is, is it, it affects the, it sort of swells at a nerve uh-huh. and the nerve can either break and have to grow back together, which is what happened to our, our friend Joe Montaigne. Uh-huh. So he had like a six month palsy. My dad's was like two months. I know most guys are like yeah, my dad's two, was about and, that. Yeah. two and four weeks. Yeah. Um, and it sucks, dude. I can't. I know it's going to happen to me, and I'm not looking forward to it. I just used to love to tell my dad jokes when he had it and see him laugh out one side of his face. That was my favorite <laughs> thing because he couldn't smile on the other side. You know? Yeah, my, so if he was my looking, dad used to be like, this Joe is mad. This Joe is happy. He made a joke out of <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. But you could tell he was embarrassed about it. it yeah, sucks. it's weird. It fucking yeah. sucks. Yeah. And we have pictures. Of my mom. I remember there's a, a picture of, of my mother and him and my wife and I at my mom's uh, like teacher of the year banquet or right, something. Right. And there he's standing in the back, not smiling. With and you can see, face. yeah, see half of his yeah, face. Yeah. Is my drooping. dad, there's some pictures of my dad like that too. And he knew he couldn't smile for the picture because he would just have one side up. And I the would other side not, down, I know? would not let any pictures be taken of me during my palsy. I'll remember that. <laughs> if, and when it comes up, Man, palsy isn't going to stop me from beating your ass and taking your camera. <laughs> Shit. It's just a face <laughs> thing, man. <laughs> Try to take a picture of me with some palsy. Now I think we try heard. to take a picture of me with some palsy. Okay, I will. Sounds like Will Smith. That was like Will Smith <laughs> popped into my. Go ahead, motherfucker. Try to take a picture of me with some palsy. I love it. Nice. <laughs> so can we put Will Smith in this movie? We can, if you want. If that's what you really want to do with your Bill life. Bill desperately wants to stop talking. 
And I won't let him. He won't. I'm not. He's just dragging no. this thing out. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't want to put Will Smith in this? Um, Will Smith, a fine actor. He's good, yeah. You you agree? Yeah. All right. Well, you thought I, was I was expecting just some pushback on that. No, I, I have no problem with Will Smith. Okay. I've got no beef with him. Great. I mean, he's a Scientologist other than and a the, weirdo. Other than the crappy movies he makes, I have no beef with the guy. I mean, you would have to agree most of his movies are crappy. I will not agree to that, sir. Really? No, I will not. So you think he's done most? I would good say eighty percent are phenomenal films. Eighty. Eighty percent. That's a high number. What do you got? You got a bad one for me? Uh, well, Suicide Squad. I didn't see it. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, yeah. I heard that's just. Garbage. I mean, if you didn't see that train wreck coming a mile away, <laughs> and you went and paid money for that, then fuck, fuck off. You deserve to get taken. <laughs> that was a piece of shit from the jump. Like, what do you got? Oh, Batman's in it. I gotta go see it. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> Well, that one. Uh, what about Hancock? I didn't see Hancock. Okay, also, not a good yeah. movie. Yeah. There's no. another one where he's like the the he's he's like the dating counselor for. Okay. Yeah. What's yeah. His yeah. Name? Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You're you are nailing a few bad ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. But these are all in the twenty percent. I think there's a lot of good ones. Okay. Will Smith. Yeah. He's from Philly. That's right. Philly native. The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. My man. Well. That's in California. And what was his? But what was his? Didn't he have a rap? He was like a rapper before that, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. DJ Jazzy his? Jeff and the Fresh Prince. There it is. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. he was the Fresh Prince. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he became a superstar. <laughs> what then, was his? Um, what was his rap group? Wasn't he in some kind of rap organization? <laughs> um, didn't he have a posse <laughs> of some sort? <laughs> oh, Phil Jackson getting some. Some heat for using the word posse. Have you heard about this? <laughs> is this germane to <laughs> anything at all? <laughs> Jermaine Jackson? What is your problem? We can't talk about Phil Jackson for a second? Okay. All right, Will Smith. Let's put Phil Jackson in the movie. <laughs> the Zen master. He could be Mitch or Murray. Uh, yeah, he could. <laughs> right? I think he'd bring the... I think he's he's too Zen. He's going to bring the whole thing in the wrong direction. <laughs> in the right direction, you mean. What? Ultimately, we're, we're for life and happiness. Absolutely. Right. That's why he can't be in this movie. And that's what Phil would be for. Yeah, but that's why he can't be in this movie. Right, because that's in the not wrong direction according to the world of the movie, but it, Correct. for you and I, it would be yeah. the right direction. No, but I'm casting a movie here, so I'm not talking about life. <laughs> Look, if you don't want Jackson, that's your business. He'll go across the street to Graf. He don't care. <laughs> he don't care. <laughs> Zen master, man. Zen master, man. He don't care. He don't care. <laughs> All right, I'll let you get out of here. Thank you. It was great to... Uh, I don't, whatever. We'll be back soon. Bye. <laughs> Later. <laughs>